0: Good evening, everybody, and live from the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl victory parade, it's the 4th and Inches show with Jana and the Sherpa. I'm Scott 20, a.k.a. the Sherpa. She's Jana, a.k.a. Jana. Jana, how are you this evening?
1: Well, the Cardinals are losing. The Cowboys already lost. Things are not great in Jana's world right
0: now. Well, at least they don't play each other, but...
1: If they if they did, I don't know how it'd end. It'd be like a draw. Nobody would score any points. Ugh. I guess
0: not. But so that that didn't work out so well last weekend. You, I picked. No. I picked against the Giants. You picked them, and they won. I picked the Cowboys. You picked against them, I think, and they Cowboys sure lost. did. So there's there's no discernible rhyme or reason to anything that happens. And then Jerry Jones no. went off and said that uh, that um, Dion Sanders could have covered. Calvin Johnson in his prime. I don't know if I yeah, agree which, with that.
1: I, that's a little aggressive. As even as a Cowboys fan, I think that's a little aggressive.
0: Yeah, I, I think that. even. I don't think <laughs> we, we probably couldn't have gotten Des Bryant worked up about that, but.
1: Oh no, he doesn't get worked up about anything. He's a very calm Zen guy. I don't. I don't know if you know he that. Is.
0: <laughs> he he should open a string of meditation centers when he's done playing. I'm sure he'd do
1: very well there. I mean, everyone wants to achieve that kind of inner calm and peace that he shows, especially on the sidelines.
0: Yeah, especially late in close games. You know, you can always count on him to just be cool as a cucumber.
1: That was just so ridiculous this week. Like, on top of everything else, having a... Although now, in essence, he had a temper tantrum, but... Now they're spinning it as, oh, NFL uh, Network's releasing these lost recordings, and he was really trying to motivate the team. He wasn't yelling at people and this and that. And it's just, it's, it's kind of like a soap opera, which I guess is very fitting for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. yeah as the star turns. <laughs> as the star turns is right. So,
0: so <laughs> how, how can people get in touch with us if they want to uh, – Talk about the Cowboys or any of the other thirty-one yeah. NFL teams during the next hour?
1: Well, there are a whole number of ways. You can of course call us at 347-989-8088. That's 347-989-8088. You can find us on Twitter at the number 4 THN Inches Show. That's the number 4 THN Inches Show. Or you can find Sherpa at fantasy underscore Sherpa and I am JKIM16. Uh, you can always email us at the number four T H N Inches Show at gmail.com. You can find us on the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page on Facebook. The chat room is open on the site, and you can find us all week long at the Fantasy Sherpa dot com. Uh, pretty much send a smoke signal, really whatever floats your boat. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I'm worried that our phones might be tapped by the NSA, so we should be careful. True,
1: although their fantasy teams would be doing very well if they were.
0: (laughs) Well, some of them might, but uh, (laughs) anyway. Not the ones that have uh, Doug Martin and uh, David Wilson on them, who were two of my preseason favorite running backs. Well, it's
1: not Doug Martin. Alt. At least he didn't get no. MRSA.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. That's true. It could be
1: worse.
0: Do you believe in this one league I play, and somebody actually tried to trade if last middle of last week, sending a trade offer some mediocre wide receiver for Marvin Jones, who at this who point last week, and of last week, life. probably would have been considered a mediocre wide receiver, and more out of inertia than anything else. I didn't accept true. So, trade offer, but uh, in retrospect, I was glad I didn't, but he might not score another four touchdowns all season, so I think I uh, was was pretty fortunate there. I'm not going to chalk that up to anything other than good luck.
1: Hey, you know, luck, sometimes better be lucky than good, you know. Or think Andrew luck. Kid. Or Andrew luck, although it's probably not terrible being him.
0: Well, he was on a bye last week, but he's not on a buy this week, but we do have six teams on a buy. Like oh, before we go over which teams they are, I have to tell you, I, I usually don't mention <laughs> articles or sports writers by name or commentators by name, but ESPN, John Clayton, had one of the most ridiculous statements I've ever read in one of his uh, columns this week. He said that last week, the reason that there were so many bad matchups last week was because there were so many teams on buy.
1: No. There, there were good matchups you could have made out of that.
0: <laughs> like, right, exactly. I mean the, the number of teams on by has nothing to do with the fact. I mean,
1: are we what if I all mean not every matchup this buy? week just, is bad. This this week's no. matchups are better. They're not as great, but they're better and there's six teams no. on by.
0: Yeah, I I mean it was just a ridiculous statement from somebody who obviously knows a lot about sports and not much about math or logic, but
1: anyway although they they do call him the professor. I guess he's just not a math professor.
0: No, maybe a phys ed professor or something, or a football professor. But, uh, anyway, so speaking of teams on bye, who do we have this week on bye, And where's that going to send us scrambling to the waiver wire? What are we going to be <laughs> looking for on the waiver wire?
1: Well, you've got Arizona, Denver, Detroit, Jacksonville, your Giants and the 49ers all on byes this week, which means you're going to need a defense since you can't just stream whoever is playing Jacksonville this week. Probably going to need a quarterback and a whole bunch of wide receivers, even a running back or two. I mean, Jack, it's like really only having 5 teams on a bye cuz you're not really playing anybody on Jacksonville, but still. You Except want to play for you people starting against play
0: on your team. <laughs>
1: Never. Never, Clay Harbor. He
0: Anthony Cassano.
1: I can't do it.
0: All right. Well, so last week I made mention of the fact that I thought that the trio of primetime games, the Thursday night, Sunday night, and Monday night games, were probably the worst slate that I could remember. And two of Mm -hmm. them actually turned out to be somewhat interesting games. The Thursday night (laughs) game, as has been the case with most of them, wasn't so interesting. But... uh, you know, this week we start off with Cincinnati at Miami as the Thursday night game. That one could be, I don't know. I
1: like this one.
0: I, I don't. Although like I gotta it be any. honest,
1: I've been I've been disrespecting Cincinnati for a few weeks, and they really they did some things last week. That was crazy.
0: Well, they did, and I guess the Jets' defense wasn't all that I thought it was, but I just. No. I think on the other hand, no. Miami isn't all that perhaps that you thought they were. I, they they had yeah. it a lead against New England but couldn't hold it and I just don't see things getting any better for them, you know, especially if Brandy Gibson's out for the season now, so that's one less mm-hmm. decent receiver was, that Tannehill yeah, has, has to target. throw to. Their running back situation is still a mess. I just think Cincinnati runs all over them and wins this game by three touchdowns. I'll say mm-hmm. Cincinnati thirty one. Miami ten.
1: I'm thinking Cincinnati's going to win, but only by ten points. Uh, I, granted, I'm I'm still somewhat of a Miami homer, obviously, but their defense isn't awful. I would have liked to see. I mean, they need to get a running back in the off season. That's really what this comes down to. It's team, it's not going to be a true contender without a real run game, and they don't have it yet. Um, uh, my Cincinnati might be available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think. <laughs> but Cincinnati woke up last week. Obviously, uh, as we alluded to earlier, Marvin Jones had the game of his life. Uh, I think you can go ahead and start a lot of the Cincinnati offense this week. You can start Andy Dalton. You can start Ben Jarvis Green-Ellis, Bernard, uh, obviously start A.J. Green. I'm going to start Marvin Jones, even though he's not going to do what he did last week. Maybe we're gonna ride a little bit of a hot streak here. And with you got six teams on byes, you're losing a bunch of receivers there, I'm definitely willing to take a flyer and put Jones in my on my lineup. Uh, I am gonna start the defense but not the kicker.
0: Miami I like wide receivers, Mike Wallace and Brian Hartline is good starts. Tight end Charles Clay has been surprising all season. Keep
1: mm-hmm. starting him.
0: Uh, Ryan Tannehill, yeah, most weeks he'd be a second quarterback for me and I would continue that this week, even with the quarterbacks on by. The running backs, Lamar Miller and Daniel Thomas, you don't want either of those guys in your starting lineup. Wide receiver Brandon Gibson uh, is out for the season with a knee injury. Don't start him Probably or start Matthews. Him. Yeah. Probably not. It's not even a hamstring thing, so you, know, you shouldn't no,
1: not even game, on play hamstring him in the, ham- the
0: all-hamstring league. And kicker, Caleb Sturgis, in the defense. Stay away from those guys, too. I just think Cincinnati wins this in a route. Yeah,
1: this, this may not be our most competitive matchup of, of the no. week.
0: No, and that brings us to our first of our early Sunday games, which is probably not going to be a real competitive matchup either. Atlanta, mm-hmm. Carolina, you and I both picked Atlanta to win the NFC, but of course that was when they still had Julio Jones, when they Had a healthy Steven Jackson when it looked like they might really finally capitalize on the promise. But, uh, I just, I don't see it. And I think at this point Carolina is a better team. I think, you know, they're the team that's a lot more likely to wind up in the playoffs at this point. Uh, I think Carolina wins this game at home easily. I'll say 10 points. I'll say Carolina 27, Atlanta 17.
1: I can't argue too much with your score. I I think you're right. I I want Atlanta to be good, but it just there's so many things missing. Something crazy would have to happen for them to upset Carolina. I'd love to see it happen. I don't really even know if you call it an upset, even if Atlanta beat Carolina. But uh, this is definitely a, Atlanta. Pretty much is in a must-win situation every week at this point. I just I don't see how they're gonna make it to the playoffs. But fantasy-wise, it's kind of a thin week for Atlanta. Matt Ryan's more a second quarterback option. I think Steven Jackson's more of a flex option than anything else. Uh, we saw last week he they seem to want to give him the majority of the carries. The problem is they don't seem to know what to do with a run game right now. So I would be a little more conservative with him there. Start Harry Douglas. I, I'd even go as far as to start wide receiver uh, Drew Davis, who got his first start last week. He looked okay. He's getting some targets. Like I said, you're down a lot of wide receivers. He's not a bad, a bad fit for this week. Definitely going to start tight end Tony Gonzalez. He's about the most stable thing on this offense right now. Stay away from the kicker and defense. This is not going to be uh, quite as high scoring as maybe it would have been in years past.
0: For Carolina, I like quarterback Cam Newton. Running back DeAngelo Williams is questionable with a quad injury, so he's more of a flex option for me, which bumps uh, Mike Tolbert. Up to a starter in my eyes this week. Wide receiver Steve Smith start. Tight end Greg Olson start. Start the defense. Wide receivers Brandon LaFell and Ted Ginn Jr. were both good flex options. You know, they're just too inconsistent in my mind to be, you know, sure starts. Kicker Graham Gano was a good option this week and I just, I don't know. It's It's disappointing to me that Atlanta was so i mean skating on such thin ice. But I guess when you lose both you're starting wide receivers and you know, you're, you're starting running back, that's, that's a lot. I mean, if you did that to
1: any team, it'd be hard for them to truly contend. But I don't think Atlanta needed to be as bad as they've been. Except
0: for Jacksonville.
1: True. That, it wouldn't change a whole lot for Jacksonville.
0: <laughs> Probably not. So next game up, this, this could be an interesting game. Minnesota-Dallas. You know, most people yeah. are thinking that Dallas is going to walk right all over Minnesota. Oh. I'm not one of them. <laughs> um, I think Minnesota will be able to run against Dallas, and it's just a question of uh, you know, how much they're going to be able to throw and which quarterback is doing the throwing. Uh, ultimately, I don't think it matters. I think Dallas still wins this, but I, I think it's closer than most people would, would predict. I'll say Dallas wins it by three. I'll say Dallas 27, Minnesota 24.
1: I'm going to say Dallas by 7, but on a very late fourth quarter touchdown. I I think this is going to be a back and forth game and I'm very worried about Adrian Peterson as a Cowboys fan. Um it looks like for the moment that Christian Ponder is going to get the start for Minnesota. Again, this it's like a this could change at any time. Quite frankly, anyone they put out at quarterback really only a second quarterback option. Um like you said, it's going to be the Adrian Peterson show here. It's just a matter of how much they, how long of a leash they give the quarterback because it's going to throw some picks, and that's where Dallas will get this hopefully these winning points. But uh, I'm definitely starting Adrian Peterson. I'll start Jerome Simpson and Greg Jennings and even tight end Kyle Rudolph. Someone's got to catch passes. I just don't know which of them it's going to be. Uh, and I am going to start kicker Blair Walsh. I think we're going to see a lot of field goals in this game on both sides.
0: For Dallas, I would start quarterback Tony Romo, the quarterback you love to hate. Wide receivers, yep. Des Bryant and Terrence Williams. Tight end, Jason Witten. Running back, Joseph Randall, flex option for me. Kicker, Dan Bailey, is okay. Defense is a good start. And DeMarco Murray is still out. And, uh,
1: Miles, he did practice you know, today.
0: Yeah, I just, do you think he's going to play?
1: I don't know. I'd like him to. It seems to be about a 50-50 shot at this point.
0: Yeah, and Miles Austin, sounds like he's still going to be on the all-hamstring team this weekend.
1: Yep, starting on the all-hamstring team.
0: So, anyway, that's, that's enough oh, of that. I'm nervous
1: be. about this game. You should be. <laughs> I am. I'm having a rough week players. already. I don't, I'm not excited about this.
0: <laughs> so, but then again, any team that loses to the Giants shouldn't scare the Cowboys too much.
1: Yeah, still. It's the Cowboys. Yeah. Ugh.
0: <laughs> so, which means it'll probably be closer than it should be. There's, there's still, come on, there's still easily the class of that NFC East, which might not be saying much It's not this saying year, anything,
1: but, right? Now.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, but there's in my mind, even as a Giants fan, I have to concede that Dallas is definitely the, the best team in that division, and it's just a matter of, you know, how soon they it's get their like, act together and whether they like can to actually win a playoff game.
1: Mediocrity is just not enough.
0: No, it's for you it's enough. Just be happy with <laughs> making the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, oh, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Anyway, on to the next game, New Orleans at the Jets. Jets sure laid an egg last week, is you know, Mm-hmm. Coming off the New England game, people thought, oh, maybe the Geno Smith has arrived and all, but uh, as, as they call it in New York, tabloids, the Geno Coaster. Um, he arrived and then
1: left the building.
0: <laughs> Turned for worse last week. Yeah, he was pretty much missing in action. But mm-hmm. this week I think they'll get their act together. But I, New Orleans has just a little bit too much offense, even for the Jets' defense, which, as we saw last week, can be vulnerable. I'll go with New Orleans by a field goal here. They're banged up a little bit you know, with their wide receivers, but I'll pick New Orleans to win this by a score of twenty-seven twenty-four.
1: I see this game going a little bit differently. I think it's more like New Orleans is winning by fourteen. I don't think the Jets are. I, I just don't see them being able to slow down this offense, especially as good as they've looked lately. The just looked awful the other day. I don't know if they can look that terrible again. But I think it's possible. I know Rex Ryan's making a big deal about, oh, we're not watching the tape. There's nothing to learn from here. Well, you know, New Orleans is watching the tape, learning how to exploit the Jets' defense. So I'm definitely all in on New Orleans' offense this week. I'm starting Drew Brees. I'm starting Pierre Thomas. I like Darren Sproles as a flex option. I'll start Kenny, Kenny Stills. Uh, Marquise Colston, more a flex option for me. He's a little banged up. Definitely start tight end Jimmy Graham, who basically had one foot and still did some, uh, quite a bit of damage last week. I'm going to start kicker Garrett Hartley. I'm going to start the defense. I'm going to start the water boy. I, I don't respect the Jets as much as you do.
0: Well, in spite of that, I still think there are some <laughs> decent starts for the Jets. I think David Nelson has shown that he's still a, a good I like wide him. receiver. Yeah, I mean, he was good with Buffalo, and even though he was dating a Cowboys cheerleader, we'll, we'll forgive him for that. But, <laughs> yeah, I think Geno Smith, more of a second quarterback option for me this week, even with everybody else on bye. Running backs, Boel Powell and Chris Ivory, flex options, wide receiver Stephen Hill, Jeremy Curley, flex options, Nick Bolk and the defense, I think are okay to start. Antonio Holmes, see I said it correctly this week, is still messed up with his hamstrings, so uh, don't start him. And tight end Jeff Cumberland had a concussion, so don't start him either.
1: Yeah, concussions are bad. We want to stay away from those.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I've only had two this season, but uh, fortunately... Only
1: two. You're doing you know, you're a little behind on your norm.
0: (laughs) I, I am, but somehow I still keep getting doctor's approval to do this show, which
1: might uh,
0: <laughs> might be a little bit questionable. but uh, We're, we're
1: paying the doctor off.
0: <laughs> so, so we go from the Battle of the Ryan Brothers, the New Orleans-New York game, and then we move to the Battle of Jeff Fisher's uh, current team and former team. That's Tennessee visiting St. Louis. And I think this will be a close game only because I don't think either team has much of an offense. I see Tennessee winning this, but not by much. I'll say 20, Tennessee 21, St. Louis 17.
1: I I can agree with that. Uh, St. Louis is playing the pick-your-own-adventure at quarterback, and that just seems like maybe not the best call. Uh, even though it looks like your boy Jake Locker is going to be playing quarterback for the Titans this week, you still managed to pick them to win, so I'm very proud of you for that. I, I agree with you. More because Uh, of their defense,
0: not because the handline won't give him any credit.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm going to give him some credit. I'm going to start him. I'm going to start Chris Johnson. I'm going to start Nate Washington and Kendall Wright. I'm even going to start tight end Delaney Walker and the defense.
0: Well, I think the defense is probably the best start in that group there. But uh, as far as uh, St. Louis goes, start wide receiver Chris Givens, start tight end Jared Cook, start the defense. Kellen Clemens, maybe... Zach Stacey questionable with his ankle problems still. Daryl Richardson. It's not clear who's going to get more carries. Either way, I don't think either of those guys are more than a flex option. Wide receivers Austin Pettis, Javon Austin, and Brian Quick, throw all the names in a hat and pick one out and you're equally likely to get the right guy this week. <laughs> Tight end Lance Kendricks is a decent flex option and sorry, Greg the Leg fans, but the uh, Greg Zerline Zerline. I almost said sirloin. That wouldn't be right. Greg
1: Sirloin.
0: sirloin. <laughs> he might be tough after the <laughs> Tennessee defense gets through no. with him. But uh, anyway, I think Greg the leg is, is not worth starting this week just because his team will cross midfield too often, which makes it kind of tougher for him to score.
1: I'm never going to be able to look at him without thinking Greg Sirloin again. <laughs> You're welcome. You, you ruined Greg the leg for me.
0: So, oh all right, let's see what else I can ruin for you. Uh, all
1: right. Have we gotten to game. San Antonio Holmes
0: yet? We already passed him, and I got that right <laughs> this week. I, I passed my Shocking. eye test. So, yeah, it's no concussion <laughs> this week. So I was actually able to pronounce his name correctly. That's,
1: That's my always concussion test.
0: That's my concussion <laughs> test. If I can pronounce Antonio Holmes' name without calling him San Antonio Holmes, and then, I'm, then I'm clear to play the rest of the show. why well, the
1: is a game time decision every week.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, all right. Speaking of game time decisions, Kansas City at Buffalo. I know I've been down on the Chiefs the last few weeks, and I know a lot of people are thinking Buffalo is going to upset them at home and end their undefeated streak. And yes, Kansas City has not been. Is probably the least impressive 8-0 team in NFL history, but I'm going to say that they'll make it to 9-0 and pretty easily. I don't think this game is close at all. I'll say Kansas City wins this by 10 points. I'll say Kansas City 27, Buffalo 17.
1: Yeah. I, I We don't even know who's going to be the quarterback for Buffalo yet, and it's Wednesday night. Uh, good old... Thaddeus Lewis uh, didn't practice, his ribs hurt, so Jeff Teal and, and Matt Flynn, who's been a Bill for like 10 minutes, split first-team reps. Nobody knows who's going to start, so that's usually... I'm waiting for Jim a,
0: Kelly to start, but that probably won't happen.
1: <laughs> Maybe Jim so people will start for a to redeem those four Super
0: Bowl losses.
1: True, true. As long as it's not a Super Bowl, he's your guy. But yeah. I, I just... I don't think there's any way that Buffalo is going to upset Kansas City this week. I think you need to start Alex Smith, start Jamal Charles, start Dwayne Bowe, even though Kansas City seems not to know what to do with him. I think it's still okay this week. Start Dexter McCluster, uh, Donny Avery maybe even as a flex in a deeper league. Start kicker Ryan Suckup, start the defense. Uh, even start that baby, someone dressed up like Andy Reid, which was awesome.
0: You know, I... Kansas City wide receivers are just such a you, – you wonder why they even have them on the field. I mean, yeah. Johnny Avery is the only guy that's had a 100-yard receiving day for them all season, and that was the only game. They've had – in their eight victories, they've had exactly one wide receiver reach 100 yards. And they're just,
1: it's they're almost like with their defense the Packers and never had running back that hit 100 yards. It's the same thing, only wide receivers.
0: Sorry, what was that?
1: It's almost the same as the Packers went like forty five games without a running back hit a hundred yards. It's now what Kansas City's yeah. doing with their receivers.
0: I guess, but now with Eddie Lacy at least the Packers don't have that problem. The Chiefs you would think with Dwayne Bowe that just by accident they would have had they at least to one just or two.
1: Him. They obviously games. don't want him there. Just straight swap him to Tennessee for any of their Kenny Brits and, and their problem children over there. Like just Just switch problems and see if it works better.
0: The the trade deadline was was Tuesday, I think. It was yesterday, and they didn't do anything. We'll just pretend it didn't
1: happen. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess. guess Nobody will even notice these guys are barely relevant in the
1: games.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, what's to stop a player from just showing up at another team's practice on a given day and saying, hey, here I am, put me in.
1: I'm here. Put me in, coach. (laughs) I'm ready to play. Exactly. So,
0: <laughs> it's the wrong sport, but the right idea. So
1: okay. all right.
0: For um Buffalo, I would start running back for a Jackson, wide receiver Steve Johnson. Tight end Scott Chandler's been a nice pickup for a lot of play for a lot of teams, especially including on one of mine. Yep. Mm-hmm. Especially on bye week. Uh Chishard Choice I think might even be a decent flex player this week and that's assuming that uh C.J. Spiller's not going to play with his ankle, which doesn't sound like he's going to play. The defense, Mm -hmm. I would say, is an okay start. Thaddeus Lewis, Matt Winn, whoever starts, I wouldn't start them. Uh, C.J. Spiller, we already touched on. The whole bevy of indiscriminate, uh, nondescript wide receivers, uh, Robert Woods, T.J. Graham, Marquise Goodwin, I don't think you start any of those guys. Kicker Dan Carpenter, don't start him either. That's... Buffalo, their season started out promising with a lot of close losses, but now I, I think they're a mess.
1: Yeah, I think it's safe to say they are a mess. It's just just too many moving parts. It's just not working.
0: Or actually not enough moving parts. like it's yeah, true.
1: It's true. They if you could keep a couple of them together, you might be all right.
0: Yeah, there's a three-legged race team instead of the hamstring yeah. team.
1: it's like a trick play. Nobody can be mad so, about that. we everybody loves trick plays
0: <laughs> right, so speaking of trick plays, I think there're going to be a lot of uh, a lot of them in this next game. I think San Diego or Washington that skits my vote is the top scoring game of the week I, I don't think yeah. either team is going to be able to stop the other and Mm-mm. it's a question of flip a coin who wins i'll take Washington because they're at home and I'll say that they win this. Uh, Blood Fest, whatever the over/under is, take the over. I'll say Washington 37, San Diego 34. Which I, mean, I think it's more... which I guess means if you have 72 as your over/under, to take the under. But I think most over/under things will probably be less than 72, so I think I think you're pretty safe with the over.
1: I think San Diego is going to win this. Normally, I am not not picking San Diego. I'm not a Philip Rivers fan, but. I just I think that they Can't argue they with the are, season he's having. Yeah, yeah, I mean he's having a. I'd rather have season him right now his, than
0: Eli Manning or Ben Roethlisberger to name two. True
1: story. Or even we Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean right now he's definitely scoring more. But I I just think that the San Diego offense is going to have a little bit more. They're just I think they're a little bit more together right now than Washington is, especially. Not knowing what what you're gonna get with RG3 from week to week, he looks like he's healthy now. He had a little bit of a scare with his knee last week. I'm just I'm going San Diego. I think it's just gonna be by four or five points though. It'll be close, but I agree with you. It'll be very high scoring. Um, I'm definitely well, starting Philip Rivers. What what was that? No, go ahead. Uh, I'm definitely I didn't realize start- you <laughs> hadn't
0: named the starters yet. My my concussion <laughs> 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 was acting up again, and I missed the fact that it wasn't my turn. And-
1: <laughs> I hate when that, that flares up on you like that. <laughs> it
0: does.
1: I'm going to start Philip Rivers, Danny Woodhead, even Ryan Matthews. Uh, I'll go ahead and start Eddie Royal and Keenan Allen, and as always, tight end Antonio Gates. Stay away from the defense. I could be persuaded to start the kicker, though. Going to have some extra so who, points.
0: Who would you start for San Diego?
1: <laughs> Everybody.
0: <laughs> All right. For actually Ladarius Green, I wonder if anybody's starting him yet. He's another one of those I'm... rookie tight ends that uh
1: Yeah. I just I I don't know. I'm not there yet. Are you?
0: Okay. No, <laughs> I'm not. I just thought I'd I'd prolong the agony of the show. <laughs> so for Washington I would start R G three. I think he seems like he's getting back to healthy. If he's not there already, running back Alfred Morris, tight end Jordan Reed, who's been a real revelation, is a rookie tight yeah. end. Kicker Kai Forbath, uh, Roy Hallou had a good week two weeks ago, not so much last week. I'd say if your running back is on bye this week and you need a flex option, he's okay. The whole wide receiver menagerie there: Leonard Hankerson, Santonio Moss. I mean, excuse me, there I go again, Santana Moss, <laughs> Dash Morgan. Pierre garson i I'm officially listed as questionable to return for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
0: all those guys, put those names in a hat, just pick one out, and you probably have a decent flex option for this week. Tight end Fred Davis, I don't know what happened to him. He just fell off there this
1: season. He's gone. He's
0: Logan Paulson. Yeah, just those guys are, um, yeah, just forget about them. And uh, the defense, too, I don't think they're... Uh, worth starting either, so, yeah, just...
1: No, that'd be, that seems like a a tough defensive matchup there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, put it this way, if you're starting Mm -hmm. either the Washington or the San Diego defenses this week, you're probably in trouble. Yeah. To put it nicely. (laughs) All right, speaking of trouble, (laughs) we've got two troubled teams in the first of our late games. Can't believe we're already at the late games. We're not even halfway through the show. I'm either going to have to start speaking more slowly or we're going to have to vamp at the end of the show. But,
1: uh, oh, I'm, sh- but I'm sure we out. have some things to talk about with these uh, later day games. we got some match-ups here.
0: Okay. So first of the late games uh, is Philadelphia at Oakland. Eh, I don't know. <laughs> this is another one of these games. I, I know most people are going to pick Oakland all be a contrarian and pick Philadelphia. I think you flip a coin on this, but I'll say that uh, Oakland does not c- successfully complete its run in the Pennsylvania teams. They beat Pittsburgh last week, but I think Philadelphia gets the better of them this week. I'll say Philadelphia 28, Oakland 27.
1: I think Philly's going to win purely because they're not playing at home. Uh, they just don't win at home. doesn't happen. They don't win Since much on, on the road, road either. Well, I mean, they win more on the road than they do at home right now.
0: Yeah, that's solid. So many...
1: <laughs> yeah. And right. right. I, I mean and it looks like my boy Nick Foles is going to play quarterback this week, so I always like that. Um
0: Yeehaw. I'm going to start
1: Nick <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I'm taking Philly by a touchdown. I'm going to start Nick Foles more as a second quarterback option. Let's remember he's coming off a concussion. Things weren't super great before he got concussed, but I think he's going to rebound. Uh definitely I'm have start the McCoy. San Antonio Foles. He might be, He might. hopefully if he starts saying San Antonio at the line, probably you should start somebody else.
0: <laughs> yeah, he might say, uh, maybe he'll start saying Omaha, but that doesn't mean he's going to morph into Peyton Manning.
1: Well, you never know. I mean, Peyton Manning is I'll on by this week. Maybe next he'll secretly be Nick Foles. In an
0: NFL game. Yeah, that's yeah. true. My, my theory is that the NFL purposely gave the Giants and the Broncos bye weeks the same week so that the Manning brothers could go off and secretly film like a dozen Super Bowl commercials this week. That's yeah, that's theory. probably
1: a good, a good call. <laughs> what they really should have done is had the bye week the week before they played each other.
0: And then show those commercials during their game?
1: Yep, then they would have been ready. Um, but also start start Deshaun Jackson, start the defense, stay away from everybody else. Normally I tell you Jason Yvonne's a good flex option. Nick Foles normally throws to him, but last game he got more looks from Matt Barkley, and that's not a great sign. Um, I don't know, this Philly really offense is a little weird. I, now let me ask you something. We've been talking about this in the Philadelphia area a lot lately. Do you think Chip Kelly, since he's not running these trick plays anymore, Which was basically his whole gimmick when he came to Philadelphia. Does he give you any advantage as a head coach now? Now that he's not playing his quote college style game, he doesn't really, right?
0: No, no. I I think he was a gimmicky coach. That was,
1: and he's not using his gimmicks. That's the whole reason he has the job.
0: Well, part of it is just because the players that he would use his gimmicks with, or you know, with the quarterbacks, I think it's hard to get much continuity when. You know, you're starting different guy each week, and you're certainly not going to throw Matt Barkley to the wolves uh, in a mm. situation like this. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I I just I was hoping that that hire would work out, except when they played the Giants, especially when they yeah. played the Cowboys. But oh, thanks. Just, <laughs> yeah, I I mean I think in spite of how Philadelphia might end the year, I, I think he'll get at least another year, but. Yeah, if, I
1: think you have if they to. Don't,
0: if they don't show some drastic improvements, especially on defense, which wasn't really you know, what he was brought in to fix, but if they don't draft a lot of defensive players or sign some free agents and improve their defense in a hurry, then he's, he's going to be a, a short timer next year.
1: Yeah, I think you might be right.
0: But we'll see. Oh, by the way, though, you, you forgot to mention the... the they could just the NFL could just have the Manning brothers film that commercial in the week before the Super Bowl when they have their rematch.
1: But then, when will they have their their Manning family dinners? You got to do it one week uh, or the other.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I suppose. But my my <laughs> by the way, for anybody that's questioning, my my tongue was planted firmly in my my when I said that. I don't really think the Giants are going to... No. I don't really think the Broncos are going to make the Super Bowl, but... Uh, you
1: might be... Oh, yeah, yeah, you might be concussed, but not that concussed.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, point me in the direction of the field, and, and I'll tell you which uh, Raiders to start. <laughs> Terrell Pryor I would start. I don't think he's going to run for a 91-yard touchdown this week, but he's still probably mm-hmm. worth starting. Running back there in McFadden, wide receiver Denarius Moore, Rod Streeter, good flex option if you're desperate for wide receiver this week. Kicker Sebastian Janikowski is okay, defense okay. Stay away from uh, tight end Michael Rivera.
1: All right, sounds good. I I think this will be an interesting game. I I will watch part of this game, the Philly Oakland game.
0: Well, yeah, I think because because of where you live, you're sort of obligated to, but uh, sort
1: of, yeah, but yeah. still. Anyway, the WIT Monsters will
0: be having a field day on on Monday either way, I'm sure. So so next game, (laughs) it's (laughs) almost a shame we have to talk about this game, but we we do, so here goes. Um, Tampa Bay at Seattle. I'm going to surprise you. I'm not going to say Tampa Bay is going to win. I couldn't say that with a even contest. I couldn't say that. That that would be a little much. But I'm just – Seattle – I know they're supposed to be a Super Bowl contender, but especially they're on not. defense. Yeah, well, I don't know, though. They're, they're, who's, who's better than them in the NFC right now? I guess you could argue that, uh, that New Orleans and Green Bay and San Francisco maybe, but it's, I, I think you throw all those teams in the proverbial bag and pick one out at this point. I'm pretty sure it's going to be one of those four teams representing the NFC in the Super Bowl, but I don't I think, think you can so. make... A real strong case for one over the other. They're all, all four of those teams are are pretty flawed.
1: True. Seattle just feels so underwhelming this year.
0: Well, Russell Wilson hasn't had anywhere near the season that he did as a rookie, but you could say that for
1: you know about any lunch. anybody really. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, but anyway, since one of these two teams has to win, I think it's Seattle, but. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'm still not sure why Greg Schiano is still there, but he is, and I think he, he suffers another ignominious defeat this week. I'll say Seattle 21, Tampa 14.
1: Do you think maybe Greg Schiano's is the only one who knows how to get rid of the staff infections in the building, and that's why he still has a job?
0: No, because if that were his job, <laughs> he'd fail miserably at it.
1: <laughs> There's got to be something. So,
0: like There's I didn't think he would get...
1: I, I thought he would last through a season, but I thought they might win some games, which they haven't done yet.
0: No, so, no I, I, I didn't. I thought he would have been fired after that Thursday night debacle, but he's still there, ugh. so right now I, I just think he, he has nine lives, and he's not going to use them all up before the season's over.
1: No, I don't know. I, just, I think that Tampa's probably losing this game by, like, 14 points. They're playing in Seattle, which isn't the easiest thing in the world, plus Tampa's just not good or healthy right now.
0: Yeah, no, so, Harden, no Mike Williams is out for the season. Ooh, yeah. you know, Timothy Wright has been a nice find, but you know, just there's only so many times you can throw to Vincent Jackson and Timothy Wright before the defense eventually catches on.
1: Exactly, and it's not like they have to you know, be all that worried about the run game right now. I just... I don't think you really want to be looking at many Tampa players even though there are six teams on buys this week. I would stay away altogether from Mike Lennon. I love the fact that he's a giant and he's really he's doing a better job, you know, than some people would with what he's got. He's
0: not a giant, he's, just... he's a boss. don't put him on my team. <laughs> um,
1: Keep but don't far start away him regardless. If he's play- if he's playing for the Giants or the Bucs, don't start him this week. <laughs> Um, sorry, don't start weeks. running back, don't start running back Mike James either. It's just, it's, don't do it. Even though he's it's a, like a Mike starting, <laughs> even though he's the quote starting running back for an NFL team, he shouldn't be starting in your lineup. You can start Vincent Jackson. I mean, he's going to get thrown at, he's going to get targets. Just he might have four guys covering him. If you're going to start anybody on Tampa, it should be Vincent Jackson. That's it. Don't start anybody else. And
0: over under, do you think he gets 23 targets again this week or not?
1: I, I don't think you can physically throw it to him 23 times because there might be 23 well, guys around a, him.
0: They did a couple weeks ago, and somehow that, that worked. Yeah, but they, they weren't playing Seattle's defense
1: in Seattle. That was the problem.
0: Oh, that's right. They have 12 men on the field.
1: Exactly. The, so he might have 12 guys on him. He could have a whole stadium worth on him. They could be throwing Skittles at him. I don't know what will happen.
0: Yeah, the, the Skittles thing could be pretty dangerous.
1: It always is. Take your life in your hands there.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, if they're going to... The, this is a little bit of a tangent, but if the NFL really wants to consider nullifying or touchdowns where there's some taunting afterwards, that's ridiculous. That would cut the scoring in the NFL at least in half, probably by. Third. Nobody
1: would ever. Seattle would never score at home. Their fans no, are throwing no. skittles on the field.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if it has to do with fan taunting, but you know, of course, their players are But I mean, to I mean, the cowboys, the Cowboys too, wouldn't
1: right? score another touchdown. They would be, they would be have to score field goals for the rest of the season. It'd be done.
0: Yeah. That's right. They'd be taking a knee at the one-yard line every time.
1: Yeah, and bringing you know, out so Dan Bailey would be the highest scoring field fantasy player in fantasy football.
0: Yeah. And then we'd have kickers getting taunting penalties for all the field goals they'd be kicking. but Anyway, um,
1: Maybe Gus who do, do you
0: like, if Green anyone, on Tampa this week?
1: I don't like anybody but Vincent Jackson. That's it. <laughs> I
0: like Tennessee Wright. I picked him up mm-hmm. on a couple of fantasy teams. And Yahoo, he's, he's for some reason I, I don't understand this about Yahoo, but uh, for some reason, Timothy Wright is eligible as a wide receiver in Yahoo leagues.
1: So, yeah, yeah.
0: If you're like me and have a really weak wide receiving core on one on your Yahoo it. team, and you know because you missed your draft, then uh, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> I guess that as, as fantasy
1: be. football experts with a fantasy football <laughs> show, you can't even show up to your own track.
0: No, I, I had something else going on that night. I forget what it was. It might have been another draft. For
1: it obviously was anyway. so important that, that you remember sort of what of short, it was.
0: Shorthanded wide receiver wise, not uh you know, I guess wide receivers shouldn't be shorthanded. They should be sure-handed. <laughs> but that wide receiver squad is definitely shorthanded. And so I picked up Timothy Wright to be a wide receiver on my Yahoo League. Uh,
1: you should have had Timothy Wright cares. draft your team for you. That's <laughs> what so you should have done.
0: I should have, or, yeah, but anyway. Maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year I'll, I'll see if he's available to do that for me. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I like him too. But uh, And I'm, I'm happy that Taekwondo Underwood has an NFL job again. But,
1: uh, anyway. I am too. I still don't know how his hair fits under a helmet, but more power to him.
0: No, it fits under a helmet. And I, I just, any guy that gets cut by Bill Belichick to the, the night before the Super Bowl. You have to have a, a soft spot in your heart for I think.
1: hmm Yeah.
0: So, anyway, for Seattle, start running back Marshawn Lynch, wide receiver Golden Tate, tight end Zach Miller, defense. Russell Wilson, more of a second quarterback start for me, wide receiver Doug Baldwin. He should get more targets uh, now that Sidney Rice is gone for the year and before Percy uh, mm-hmm. Harving gets back. Jermaine Kearse, not sold on him. Steven Hauschka, I just don't think they're going to score enough points this week or probably any week to make him worth starting.
1: Yeah, I I would have to agree with you there.
0: So, I mean, they've had some weeks where they've had a good offensive showing, but I don't think this is going to be one of them. We'll see.
1: I don't think this will be a uh, one of the more interesting afternoon games.
0: No, <laughs> And this next one, for just coincidentally, I'm picking the same score in this game. It's, really? Actually, no, I'm not. Not quite. That but, high? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think this is another flip-a-coin game. We've got two disappointing teams here. Well, actually not. Baltimore, Cleveland. Baltimore, definitely disappointing. I know they made a lot of changes in the offseason, but I thought they would have had their act together by now, but that hasn't really yeah. happened. Cleveland, mm-hmm. yeah, they've shown some signs of life but yeah, whichever team loses this game realistically, their playoff hopes are down the drain, not that either one really has realistic playoff hopes at this point, but really? I'll pick Cleveland to win this game because they're at home. I'll say Jason Campbell continues his, his, um, his resurgence, if you will, and I'll mm-hmm. pick them to win this game. I'll pick Cleveland 21, Baltimore 17.
1: I think it's more like Cleveland i'll I'll be generous. I'll go Cleveland seventeen Baltimore fourteen I, that might still be a little high. just these teams play against each other, and it's like a almost like a snooze fest it's It used to be because these teams were good defensive teams in this division, and now it's just like everyone's just not great, but they match up well as not great teams. So I'm taking Cleveland. Um, I just I think they're a little more together than Baltimore right now, and I don't think we could have really predicted that before the season started. Even Cleveland with Jason Campbell at quarterback, which means Baltimore's in a real bad spot. Uh Joe Flacco's more second quarterback option. This isn't gonna be a high scoring game. He hasn't been a high scoring quarterback lately. It's just not the best matchup in the world. I am gonna start Ray Rice. I think if they're scoring points, He's going to be a factor. Uh, Marlon Brown and Torrey Smith, you can start them both. It's pretty much Joe Flacco's got to throw to somebody. Um, But I am going to start the defense mainly because it will be one of the lower scoring games. Even though they're going to lose, they still probably are a good defensive matchup.
0: They'll probably throw to Ray Rice more than he'll throw to his receivers.
1: Probably, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and think he might. Especially
0: uh,
1: since he can't start any of your Denver receivers.
0: How about Dallas Clark? Would you start him?
1: No, I'm not playing. I don't want to be on the Dallas Clark roller coaster. I'm not playing his games.
0: <laughs> All right, I would, but that's just me. <laughs> so for Cleveland, I would start wide receiver Josh Gordon, tight end Jordan Cameron, who is a little bit more consistent and predictable and higher scoring, and fourth fantasy yeah. team worthy than uh, Dallas Clark is. Um, start the defense. Quarterback Jason Campbell, okay, and it's too, if you need two quarterbacks. Running back Willis McGahee, flex. Wide receivers Devon Best and Greg Little, flex. Brandon Whedon, keep him on the bench. If the Browns do, so should your fantasy team. Running backs yeah. Chris Ogbenai and Fozzie Whitaker scored a touchdown last week, but uh, hey. still shouldn't be in your uh, waka waka, but he still shouldn't be in your uh, starting lineup this week. Wide receiver Travis Benjamin should definitely not be in your starting lineup this week he's on IR with a knee injury that will have him out for the rest of the season, kicker Billy Cundis, I, I think both of us agree that uh, this game is not going to be high-scoring enough to really want to start either kicker.
1: Although Billy Cundis used to be a Raven. There could be some bad blood there.
0: <laughs> How much blood do Ravens have? Not much. Not much. <laughs> but then again, more know. than ask, a round did. Ask
1: Edgar Allan Poe. I'm sure he knows. Right.
0: Right. But uh somebody we should, will be we should leaving probably uh move
1: on. <laughs> Okay,
0: we'll we'll do that. <laughs>
1: this is, so, we're taking the two away. <laughs> this
0: this game would have been a good game probably like three years ago, but now both of these teams game. are struggling. We're looking at Pittsburgh at New England and yeah, I, I suppose well New England's almost a lock to make the playoffs. Pittsburgh is almost a lock not to make the playoffs since they're four okay. games behind Cincinnati already. But uh yeah. I'm I'm gonna I don't know if I'm actually going out on a limb here, but I'm going to pick a mild upset and say that coming off of uh, my brilliant pick of Pittsburgh over Oakland last week, I'm going to stick with them this week and pick them to beat New England. I'll pick Pittsburgh 21, New England 20.
1: I'm taking New England by 10. I just granted these teams, this, this would have been like an AFC championship game three years ago. That's That's how good these teams were. And, they're just not looking so fly lately. Uh, I think that New England just has more. Are you
0: impressed by New England or, just, or are you just back I'm just down not on impressed Pittsburgh. by
1: Pittsburgh right now. I think New England's got a little more on offense. That's really the only difference. Um, it's it's not pretty. It's just not pretty out there.
0: <laughs> no.
1: But Pittsburgh, I think Ben Roethlisberger's more a second quarterback option. You can start LeVon Bell. Antonio Brown, and Emmanuel Sanders. I'm staying away from from tight ends, defense, kickers. I don't want any part of it.
0: New England, I'm starting Stephen Ridley. Wide receiver Julian Edelman has slowed down from his fast start, but I still think he's worth starting here. Tight end Rob Gronkowski is questionable with a hamstring injury. I'd still take a chance and start him um, Mm -hmm. if you have to set your lineup now, which, of course, you don't, but anyway start the defense quarterback Tom Brady for me he's only I hate to say this he's he's the second quarterback for me I just I don't see him as a must start against this defense with that core of wide receivers I think they're going to run they're going to rely much more on their run game this week but uh, I know he's Tom Brady but that doesn't mean you have to start him in your you
1: don't don't get points for the name
0: no, you don't, unless you're in a league that does that, which I haven't tried in any of those yet, but, uh.
1: Either, but it so might I, be fun.
0: It could be, but I'd rather, just to name a few, I'd rather start, uh, I'd rather start Philip Rivers this week, I'd rather start, you know, Andy Dalton this week, I'd rather start maybe even Geno Smith this week, I, I just,
1: Mm-mm.
0: but that's, yeah. Let's scratch that, that's going a little too far, but, uh.
1: That's extreme. You
0: know. Okay. But, <laughs> Brady, um, wide receivers, Austin Collie, Kenville, Tompkins, Aaron Dobson, again, like we've said with so many other teams, just put the names in a and pick one out and that's your flex option, or at least that's mm-hmm. as good a, ch- a choice for flex options as you're gonna have. Uh, running backs for Garrett Blunt and Brandon Bolden. Some weeks they show signs of life, some weeks they don't. Either way, I don't think you can rely on either of them. There's even a flex option. Wide receiver Danny Amendola, I've officially given up on him. Not that I had much faith in him to begin with, but uh, I, I would say you're, you're better off just avoiding that whole train wreck. And uh, kicker Steven Goskowski I would stay away from just because I don't think either of these teams scores more than 21 points.
1: I don't. I mean, it's just it's weird that these these two teams in this matchup could go so south from where it was just a few short years ago. It seems kind of inconceivable almost. Ebb and
0: flow of the NFL. The team gets good and salaries go up, and they have to start cutting the guys that got made them good. And you know, if you don't hit on your draft picks, then you're you're back. You know, in mediocrityville.
1: And here I guess we are. it's hard to call
0: New England <laughs> mediocre because they're you know, probably going to run away with the AFC East, but that's not much of an accomplishment this year. I, I still think you know, if you have to name the teams that you think are from the AFC that could get to the Super Bowl this year, I, I don't think New England New would be high up on my them. list. No. I mean, other than, than Denver and maybe, yeah, I don't know. Denver and Cincinnati, I think you would have to say, are the front runners right now. Maybe Indy or Kansas City. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I still can't put Kansas City in the same group with even Cincinnati at this point. I'm just I'm not impressed. But I digress. Um, for this game Sunday night, the Sunday night game, Indianapolis mm-hmm. to Houston, I'm... I think I'm going to pick an upset here, even though they're at home and even though a lot of people were picking them as a Super Bowl contender at the beginning of the season. Most people are down on Houston now. I think Case Keenum, he'll stabilize that quarterback situation. I think, you know, after the bye week, they'll be healthy enough to beat Indianapolis. I'll pick them to win this game by a score of 31 to 27.
1: I think I'm taking Indy by three, but I, I agree with you. I think that. Case Keenum and this Houston offense are gonna look a lot better after a bye week. He's getting more comfortable. I, I really like Case Keenum as a quarterback and obviously people in Houston do. Um but I think this will I think this will be an actual competitive good matchup and I just think Indy'll be able to edge him out. Uh I like Andrew Locke, I like Trent Richardson, I like T. Y. Hilton and even Darius Hayward Bay. This might be the first time in the history of this show that I've told you to start Darius Hayward Bay. Um Start only because Dwayne is gone. True. Start kicker Adam Vinatieri. Um, I like the defense, even though I I think this will be maybe a little higher scoring than some of the other games. I think this is still a good defensive matchup, and Indy will have their defense will have an effect on this game. Um, but I'm excited for this one.
0: I don't know that I would say I'm excited, and I think the only reason Houston people like Case Keenum is because he's the anti-shop.
1: Well, and because he played at Houston for, like, six years and broke a gazillion records.
0: Well, he did, but only because the NCAA kept giving knees, him extra still. short years.
1: Yeah, he's got but, no knees.
0: <laughs> no, but I would start him, yeah, Casey Neum, they should change his name.
1: So, <laughs> Case,
0: Case Keenum, Case Neum, I, I called him Casey. I'm off on the wrong foot with him, too.
1: San Antonio.
0: Um, at least night, San, San Antonio Keenum Start him. Start running back, Darian Foster and Ben Tate. Start wide receivers, Andre Johnson, DeAndre Hopkins. Start tinker, kinker, kicker, Randy Bullock. <laughs> um, Good thing start, we're in
1: the home stretch. Things are coming apart.
0: <laughs> start tight end Garrett Graham if you need to. Uh, this week as a flex option. Start the defense and uh, stay away from poor Mr. Shop because he's probably not going to get to play much. Unless something happens to Casey Neum, Casey Keenum.
1: Hopefully not his knees.
0: Casey Kaysen. (laughs) So, all right. Um, Last but least, before we put the show out of its misery, it's the Monday night game, Chicago at Green Bay. Yeah. I I don't know. I I don't think this is – I think this will be a high-scoring game. I think Green Bay will score the most points of any team this week, which – Yes, yeah, if you put two and two <laughs> together, it means I think they'll win this game. Uh, Probably, right? Um, I don't think Chicago puts up too much offense without Jake Hutler. I think Green Bay wins this in a romp. I'll pick them to win this forty to twenty-four, and that's only if Chicago scores a defensive touchdown. Otherwise, Ooh. this could be even more one-sided. I,
1: I Josh McCown. May not win your game, but I don't know if he'll necessarily lose your game either. I think he's kind of a middle-of-the-road kind of guy. I think I'll start him as a second quarterback option. Uh, definitely start Matt Forte. I'm going to start Brandon Marshall and Alshon Jeffrey uh, just because there will be the offense here. Chicago's going to score points. And I think even though McCown may not be a first quarterback option, I think he's still going to get his receivers the ball enough to put some points up. Maybe one of them breaks away for a big run. Who knows? But uh, tight end Martellus Bennett, I think he can start. And I want to start kicker Robbie Gould. I think he's going to be kicking some field goals. But, yeah, Green well, Bay. There's definitely. a
0: reason Josh McCown didn't start for Jacksonville. Was that Luke McCown? I think it was Josh McCown that had a chance and didn't know. start for, uh, for uh, Jacksonville. But uh, we'll see.
1: Yeah.
0: Green Bay pretty much start anybody that has a jersey <laughs> on this week. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Eddie Lacy, Jordy Nelson, Jarrett Boykin, Mason Crosby are the best stars. Miles mm-hmm. White, who probably most people hadn't heard of, including me, before last week. Um, yeah, I think he's, he's a flex option for this week. Tight end Andrew Corliss, the defense, all good starts. James Starks, I'm not buying him. Uh, James Jones, probably not back yet. And Michael Finley, definitely not back. Keep those still guys on your
1: bench.
0: Left. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. All right, we have a couple minutes left. Uh, anybody on the waiver wire really strike your fancy this week? Marvin Jones, would you use him if you had the first pick in your league this week? I, I say no.
1: I, I might. Uh, that would depend a lot on how deep my league is and – like say, if I'm in your shoes and I really need a wide receiver, I think Marvin Jones, even though he's not going to put up four touchdowns again, the Cincinnati team's finally starting to click. AJ Green needs a second receiver to offset. I mean, he's going to get AJ Green's well, going to get the coverage. It could just as easily
0: be Mohamed Sanu if he's healthy this week. As it, it could, could as
1: easily be, be but it hasn't been. He's never Mohamed Sanu's never had a game like Marvin Jones has. Maybe Marvin Jones is getting hot now. I would like to. To ride I think they the just exploited hands. a weakness
0: in the Jets' defense and that's probably, you know, if, if they had the and the that song that they always play at the end of the NCAA basketball tournament, it's one shining moment. I think yeah, last but week. why don't was you Martin think that, that New Orleans
1: won. will exploit the same weakness on the Jets this week then?
0: Well, I do, but I just I think <laughs> the Jets aren't going to play as badly as they did. I
1: don't you know, know. Who's your wa- who's week? your waiver wire pick for the week?
0: Um, if Kenny Stills is still there, he would be mine. I'd rather yeah. have him than Marvin Jones.
1: I, I like Kenny Stills. I could agree with that, or at least I won't fight you on it. How about that?
0: <laughs> well, I guess I should be grateful for
1: for small things
0: then. But uh, yeah,
1: but or even or mean. even um,
0: um, the actually the other one, the 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 Jets receiver that we were talking about before um, yeah, he might be the other the guy that I would oh, look David to. On Nelson. The, David Nelson would be the mm-hmm. other guy that I might look to even before yeah. Marvin Jones if I'm just looking at it uh, without the, the you know, getting too uh, carried away by the poor touchdown game.
1: Well, be sure to let us know uh, your picks for the waiver wire and how your team's doing, of course. You can find us all week, all week long all over social media. Uh, we will be back again next Wednesday night from 9:30 to 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time, as we are every week.
0: Well, you'll you be back. I'll us... be back if I pass my concussion test.
1: <laughs> we can only hope. We can only hope, <laughs> but you can find us all week long on Twitter at the number four T H N Inches Show, uh, or at Fantasy underscore Sherpa and J K I M one six. You can email us at the number four T H N Inches Show at Gmail dot com. You can find us on Facebook at the Fantasy Football Sherpa fan page and at FantasyFootballSherpa.com. And good luck this week.
0: Thanks for the show, Jen, and good luck, everyone. We'll see you back next week.